You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I need to be better about posting on my What the Chug podcast. I'm going to get into my plan of action for that, but I just wanted to say really quickly, I just logged on my Instagram really quick, my What the Chug, which I don't check very often, and um, I had posted that my episode was out earlier today, and one of um, the people that listen was like, have you ever thought about doing a fan meetup? And I was like, fan? I said, actually, no, I've never thought of it because... I didn't think that that's something that people would want. And it just made me feel like, oh, my goodness, like you never know what could happen in the future. Consistency is key. Keep growing, keep getting better. And I love the idea that like I have this small group of people that religiously listens that would want to do a fan meetup like that just blows my mind. And like it makes me excited that, you know, maybe down the line there are going to be more people that listen and I can have those like. OG fans that have listened from day one. Anyways, I'm just having one of those days where I'm feeling really productive. And so, um, yeah, everything feels just great right now. So I woke up this morning and was like kind of mindless scrolling in bed, reading emails, things like that. And then my friend Sierra texted me and she was like, oh, your notifications are silent. I wanted to see if you would do a pe- wanted to do a Peloton. I don't know why my notif- the, the the iPhone's weird now. Like I. You take it out of focus, but it still tells people that you're silenced. Anyways, I was like, I'm up, I'm up, let's do one. I love doing a Peloton with a friend. Like, it's so much more fun. So we picked a ride. Brett had just made me a Bulletproof coffee, so I had to pound that, which I was very nervous about, but it ended up working out really well because it made me like, I beat, I did a, I hit a PR. Like, I've never, I killed it. Like, I was, I just had tons of energy. I felt like I was going to throw up afterwards. Anyways, and I had all this stuff to do before um, I had work, some work to do today. And then I hung out with my friend Erin. And we had, like, a really nice lunch. And then we came back. And she gave me, um, she gave me a lesson in Canva. Because I really just, you know, I need to step up my game. I need to learn how to do more. And she, like, gave me the best rundown. I can't wait to, like, play with it and, like, create new things on there and just learn and watch YouTube videos and get better. But that's one of the things that I was going to talk about. I plan on changing up the way that I promote my episodes. The I'm going to keep the spoilers, but I'm going to add something to it. I don't know how long it's going to take me to create. Hopefully, I can get it done this week so that it's back or it's up and running by the time you listen to this. But I'm just excited to like learn a new craft and learn a new program and just have that, you know, I just want to be more organized. I want to have like my things. I want to have my niche. And that's for my radio stations, for my podcast. I don't really need it for my personal page because I don't really, I just post all willy nilly on there, but I want everything else to look uniform and like crisp and nice. You know what I mean? So um, then I had to take Benny for a walk and I left a little later than I would have liked. And while I'm walking down the street, that's kind of like the halfway point to our three and a half mile walk, you don't get any service. So I'm listening to the Caller Daddy podcast. First time I'm listening to it. I'm so excited. Pulled it up on Spotify. The sound is different. Like the sound is so much better than the sound on Apple Podcasts, or at least the podcast that I'm listening to. It almost doesn't sound like the sounds in both headphones. It sounded like it was bouncing back and forth between my ears. Anyways, the sound was great. I obviously kicked it off with the episode um, with her and Jamie Lynn Spears, which I have been feeling very overwhelmed by the constant news that's coming out about this. I just cannot keep up with all of it and all the different just like things that are getting thrown out there, articles, statements, Britney's Facebook statuses. I will never forget. 
when I used to write my blog, my friend Dave, shout out to Dave Mason, who I'm sure does not listen to this, but um, we worked together. He worked at Sports 1140 and I worked at probably KNCI at the time when I had my blog. And he always used to read them, but he would say, you need to break your paragraphs up. He was like, it's so hard to read when it's just like words, words, words. Like you need spaces in between your paragraphs. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like this is before social media. Like he's basically telling me I needed to be a drop down bubble bitch on my blog. And I was like, nah. So um, now that I read Britney Spears Facebook or Instagram statuses, I fully understand. When I see just like a big hunk in paragraph. I'm like, nope, I can't do it. I need it to be broken up into like three different paragraphs. I need it spaced in between. I totally get it now. I didn't back then, but I, I can see clearly now the rain is done. Anyways, um, I totally see it. So I, I've just been getting very overwhelmed by all the content that's coming out about Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this podcast and kind of get the gist of what's happening with this book and what Jamie Lynn is trying to spew. Because the media has been sh- like, you know, like, fuck, everyone's just Team Britney. You know, everyone's like, fuck Jamie Lynn. She is trying to use Britney's name to monetize or to get money to, to secure that bag. After listening, I don't think so. First of all, I didn't get through all of it. It was an hour and five minutes. And I was like, oh, normally it takes me like right around that time to do the three and a half miles. So this will be perfect. However, I'm on this street <laughs> where I don't get service. And all of a sudden my AirPods are saying, you have a text from, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say their name, say the name, say the name. That's a hint. Um, but my friends were in a group text. This wasn't a group text that was already together. All of a sudden it's like such and such is texting the group. Such and such is texting the group. I'm like, weird. Okay. What's happening? Who? I obviously knew which friends started the group, but I wasn't sure how we all got put in a group and what was happening. And then the word ring came up and I'm like, Oh my God, my friend must have gotten engaged. Freaking the fuck out because like this friend deserves this. I'm like, I couldn't be more happy for an engagement. I don't think I've ever been more excited for a friend to be engaged. Probably because all my friends got engaged way back when, when it wasn't exciting. And I was like, fuck, that means they're not going to go out with me anymore. But this, I felt genuinely happy for this person. So here I am. I, the pictures won't load because I'm on a street where I don't get service. The texts are pouring in. It's interrupting the podcast because it's going, ding, you have a text from, and then it's reading it to me. And I don't really know how to work my AirPods. So I couldn't really figure out how to turn it off. So I stop. Benny's pissed that I'm stopping. I'm trying to read the text messages. I'm just like, I'm, I want to send a text because I'm so excited. I couldn't wait till I got home. So then I put my phone back in my fanny pack because I got this really nice, spacious fanny pack for my walks. And we carry on and I'm trying to listen to the podcast. And every two seconds, it's like such and such texted the group. I'm not going to say their names because, you know, by the time this podcast come out, I'm not out here trying to out her engagement. You know, that's not my news to break. I just, it was just so funny because now I'm trying to walk home and it's like, I can't get through the podcast. Put it this way. I still had 20 minutes left when I got home. (laughs) And the walk took me about an hour and five minutes. So that's how much the group text was popping off. So um, I really didn't get to listen to all of it. But my take on this is Brittany... Or Jamie Lynn, first of all, I didn't know that Jamie, I did not even realize realize that her mom's name is Lynn and her dad's name is Jamie. Jamie, like the lazy fucking naming. I c- cannot even believe it. Jamie Lynn is not out here trying to make money off of Britney or using Britney's name or exploiting Britney. First of all, let me put things into perspective. This free Britney movement started happening. I mean, I know for the diehards, it's been happening for a long time. But it really became popular in the media, what, a year ago? 
a little less than a year ago. You know how long it takes to write, publish, fucking get a book out? Brit- Jamie Lynn, I'm, I'm going to get the names confused. Jamie Lynn had no idea that all this was going to be like Britney was going to be the number one trending topic for months and months in a row when she started writing this book, I'm sure. And also, she's not saying anything bra- bad about Britney. I feel like the book, the excerpts that were read, and then also the situations that Jamie was describing, she is not out here like telling stories about Britney. This book feels like it's truly about her life, her experiences with her parents, with her brother, of course with Britney, but like she is crying on this podcast, breaking down how like, you know, her parents were always taking care of Britney and like all these things would happen with Britney in the news and she would be at a friend's house and everyone at school would be making fun of her and she had to act like she didn't care and like she's not playing the victim, but she's just saying, you know, like I was a kid when all this was happening and I lived a hard life and I'm still trying to process all the things that I went through. Like I honestly feel bad for her and now I want to go back and read the fucking paragraphs that Britney's been posting because I feel like she's really coming for Jamie Lynn. Like I'm not going to read your fucking book. You you did this to me. You did this to me when I'm just not feeling that from Jamie Lynn. Like, I just feel like she was a child when most of this was happening. She didn't understand what was going on. She didn't know how to process the feelings. And now and she didn't have healthy relationships with her parents. And now she's worked some of that stuff out with her mom. Seems like she still has a broken relationship with her dad. But she, you know, and she doesn't obviously doesn't have a relationship with Brittany, but she's just right. She's telling her story. She's not telling Brittany's story. She's not coming in and, you know, speaking for Brittany or most things, you know, call her daddy. I don't even know what her name. Alex Cooper. Yes, Alex Cooper. First of all, I felt like I needed it to be a little more conversational. I felt like she had questions written down and Jamie Lynn would stop talking. She'd be like, okay, and how did you feel about what happened on April 17th when Britney Spears, she kept saying Britney Spears, the whole name. Um, I'm like, okay, can we have a conversation instead of like an interrogation question? Um, I felt like she was just telling her side of the story and like, I forget my train of thought there. Anyways, I just felt, I feel bad for Jamie Lynn and I feel like she's just out here trying to tell her truth, her side of things. She talks a lot about her pregnancy, about her dad's alcoholism. Like it's not just about Britney Spears. And so Britney's out here saying, I'm not even going to read it. She's trying to exploit me for money. Um, her lawyers, Britney's lawyer sent a cease and desist saying that if Jamie Lynn goes on this campaign to promote her book and says anything that slanders Britney, they're going to sue her. And oh, I just can't. Now I wish I would have bought the book. I saw it today at Target and I didn't pick it up and I really wish that I would have because I'm curious now. I mean, obviously she read bits and pieces during the interview and this is just part one, but I want to read the whole goddamn book now. Now that I really fully understand what's happening. Okay, I have a full radio show to record right now. Actually, two radio shows. So I got to go. Okay, bye. Thursday. I am pretty fucking sure that Benny eats about eight cigarettes a day between my walk with him and Brett's walk with him. Like, I just catch him. There's cigarette butts everywhere. I've never noticed it until I had a dog that liked to eat them. They're everywhere. And by the time I, like, yank his chain, they're gone. That can't be healthy, right? Pick up your fucking cigarettes if you smoke. Pick them the fuck up, okay? Hey guys, um, today's been a clusterfuck. I did not have a good day today. So, you know, we get like stats on our calls at work and, you know, they're like evaluations and we have to hit all these different points. Anyways, my manager sent our team stats and my number was like in red. Basically, if you get one call and you like fuck it up, like your stat goes down. And so I had a bad stat and it like ruined my day because I feel like I've been so friendly and it like doesn't go, it doesn't 
Like, it doesn't matter how friendly you are. I even had a conversation with my boss about it because she had, like, pulled me for a meeting. Not because of that. She pulls people for meetings from time to time. And she was like, you are. You're so friendly. She was like, it has nothing to do with that. She was like, you just missed this, this, and this on the call. Like, you didn't do this. or You didn't specify this. And I'm like, ugh. It's so annoying that it's like that micromanage. Like, just let us do our job and judge the call based off of if the customer was – like, it just doesn't need to be like this. You know what I mean? It's kind of frustrating. Anyways – On top of that, or simultaneously while this was happening, the animals got groomed today. So get Chuck in his case. He goes out. Then it's time for her to do Benny. And immediately she gets a I get a text and she asks if I can come outside. And I'm like, great. I thought that we were doing a lot better. We're using the brush that she recommended, although like Benny does not like it. It definitely hurts him and he like runs from it. But like we do the best that we can. Right. So I thought everything was going to be fine. She was like, his tail is matted. It's going to hurt him to take it off. She's like, I want you to come outside. I was like, I can't. Anyways, she left me a brush, came in, almost all of his tails like shaved off. And she's like, you need to brush him two times a day. She's like, there's no, there's no getting around this. This is what you have to do. Otherwise, his his appointments with me are going to be painful. So I like had to have a talk with Brett. I'm like, we need to brush him twice a day. She left me a brush. We're going to try to use it. It's just so hard because he like swerves the back half of his body because he doesn't want us to touch it or brush it, which I I understand he just doesn't have a choice, but it's almost like it's a two person job because one person has to hold him down the other person. Anyways. So like I just was having so much anxiety because even through the closed window in my office, I could hear him outside like barking in her van while he was getting groomed. And it just makes me feel so bad. And she like sent me a video on like what it should sound like when we're brushing him and what it should not sound like. So like I definitely understand Oh, and Brett's home. Anyway, so now I'm like cranky today. This whole day, I like went for a walk, walk right when I got off work, listened to the second half of Caller Daddy with Jamie Lynn Spears, which I feel, I feel like in this part of the episode, Jamie Lynn was like claiming to have receipts, proof of certain things. But then whenever she like went to go get it, she would get distracted and start talking about something else and then like wouldn't provide the proof. Like she basically said that she had a text from Brittany that cleared her name and then never sent the text, like started scrolling through her text with Brittany and read a different one instead. I still feel, I still feel, I still feel like she's just telling her story. I don't feel like, I'm definitely going to buy the book. I don't feel like she's telling Brittany's story. I don't feel like the the book is about Brittany. She also talks about the conservatorship and how she was never a part of it. I, I mean, she was a young kid when this all started. Most people don't know what conservatorships are when they're growing up. Never heard of them. Never had to deal with them. You know what I mean? I don't know. I really feel for her. I really feel for her. And I feel like she was insinuating kind of what we've all been thinking. I feel like we've teetered very back and forth with Britney Spears. Like when all of her posts were coming out, we're like, Britney's crazy. Like not making fun of her, but everyone was like, okay, Britney. And then that Hulu documentary coming out came out and everyone was like, okay, we need to save Britney. Hashtag free Britney. And then she was free and everyone's like, yeah, she's free. That's so good for her. And now she's still doing these like weird posts and people are like, "Okay, girl, we support you. But like, you good? Like, are you okay? And we don't think you should be in this conservatorship, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't think that you need help. And I feel like Jamie Lynn Spears never said it, never even really insinuated it. But the way that she talks about her erratic behavior, behavior, it's like, hey, 
Brittany, do you need help? Like, is there what's what's wrong and how can we help you that doesn't involve like a, a, ma- a state mandated conservatorship? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's made it clear and Brittany makes it clear every day with her posts that something's not right. So we freed her from the conservatorship. But now how are we going to free her from herself? Because there's obviously something up here. And if you don't think that there's something up, then you're blind. Because there's definitely something up. Her behavior is not normal. Something's up. So that's all I got to say about that. Did you see Adele's post today crying? I guess her Las Vegas residency was supposed to start like this weekend, I think. And it's not ready due to COVID. And she's like bawling her eyes out in this video. Like she's like, I'm so sorry. It's I'm embarrassed. I'm upset. She's like, we've been working across the clock or around the clock, whatever the saying is, trying to get everything ready. And it's just like hit the t- we're, we're out of time and it's not ready. She's like, I'm sorry to the people that have flown in. All the dates will be rescheduled. It just I feel so bad for her. Like I watched that video. And first of all, good for her for posting that and like not just posting a statement so that we could actually see it. Because I feel like the reaction of her fans would be so much different if it was like, a statement that was drafted up by her people and then released as like a Canva post on her social media. By the way, did a Canva post last night on the Fuego Instagram. Nobody fucking liked it. So where are you guys at? If you see a goddamn post and you know I posted it, comment on it. Anyways, um, yeah, I just felt really bad to her, bad for her. Uh, Super Bowl preview came out with Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, which I still think is super random. Mary J. Blige at Snoop. It looks so fucking good. I cannot wait for the halftime show. Like I've never been more hyped about a halftime show. Um, I am going to I'm going to continue to talk about entertainment stories because there's some good ones the past couple days. But first, I ordered a table for Brett's pizza oven because like he's just been doing it on a janky table. He has to basically sit on the ground to see these pizzas. So I found one that was on sale on Amazon. I mean, it was still over $100, but still. And I got it for him and I gave it to him today. It's his Valentine's Day present. I'm like, happy Valentine's Day on January 20th. Okay, now don't make me feel bad on Valentine's Remember last Valentine's Day when he got me something and I didn't get him anything and I had to like DoorDash a fucking speaker from Target? Not DoorDash it, but whatever. Anyways, um, this reporter was doing the news somewhere. I forget where. And while on camera, she got hit by a car, like knocked her over. Then she stood up. She was like, it's okay. I'm fine. That's not the first time that that's happened. I'm like, ma'am, you've been hit by a car multiple times. What the fuck's up with that? Wheel of Fortune. Okay. So this woman was on Wheel of Fortune and it was the final. I mean, I haven't watched it in so long. I forget what it's called when it's like the the daily double, like the final thing when they're trying to solve the puzzle at the end. And so this woman is looking at it and she goes, choosing the right card. Pat Sajak says no, or she gets the beep beep. And she goes, she pauses for about five seconds. And instead of saying the whole thing again, choosing the right word, she just says word and they don't give it to her because she would have had to repeat the entire sentence. He's like, you know, if it's just like a second pause, that's one thing, but you pause for like five seconds. So we can't give it to you. Like she got it right before the so she was supposed to win an Audi, didn't get it. Audi tweeted about her, ended up tracking her down, gave her the car that she was supposed to win for free. Taxes, nothing. She's not going to pay have to pay a dime. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Fuck Wheel of Fortune for not giving that to her. Fuck them. Honestly, couldn't believe it. The new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Are we excited about that or no? Are we? Because I kind of am. And it's going to be the longest Batman movie yet. I'm going to run for two hours and 47 minutes. That's excluding the credits at the end. So like two hours and 47 minutes of actual Batman. 
M&Ms. I, I still don't really understand this because the article is worded in a way that's like tiptoeing around what's happening. M&M is rebranding all of their M&Ms basically to give them personalities and issues that come with those personalities. Like the orange M&M is now like now has anxiety and is going to be talking about that. I'm like, M&M, I get it. Like you're trying to be like woke, but it is not. You cannot. This is too far. You're taking it too far. They release like this minute long video on social media introducing their all new characters. And I'm like, I cannot. Did you see the TikTok of the girl that went to the hospital because she ate too much sushi at all you can eat sushi? Like that's me in my future life, actually in this life. Like I feel like that's going to happen to me someday. That's why I haven't gone to that all you can eat sushi place. It's um in the same parking lot as the movie theater because I'm scared of what would happen. I'm scared for me. I'm scared for the I'm scared for everyone. Okay. John Mayer flew Bob Saget's body from Florida to California. I had no idea that they were as good of friends as they were, like no clue at all. And and the friendship just continues to surprise me. And I hope John Mayer writes an entire album about Bob Saget. Like, really? A la, what's the, um, like, when, good, like the good old, jo- the good old John Mayer days, back when he, like my Beach Hut days. I don't know what album those were, but he used to be like a don't skip any song type of guy. And now he puts out albums and I'm like, mm, can't, I don't, I don't know a single song. You know how they have beer fest all the time? Well, there is a hard seltzer festival that made its rounds last year in, I guess, 20 different cities. This year it's happening again. It is coming to California, but more like the L.A. area. Over 100 different hard seltzer brands. You just go around sipping all day. That sounds like a dream. Like, fuck a beer fest. Bring on a hard seltzer fest. There is a new baloney mask like made by Oscar Mayer. They produced the mask through a South Korean company. And it, their, their whole marketing thing was like, when you were a kid, didn't you cut out the eyeballs and put baloney on your face? Uh, no, I fucking did not. Nor am I going to be putting a Oscar Mayer sheet mask on my face. Thank you very much. No way. Not a chance in hell. This woman called an animal shelter, not an animal shelter, excuse me, back it up. A woman called her vet about her cat. Um, she needed to schedule an appointment. And in the background of the vet, she heard another cat's meow that sounded familiar. It sounded like our cat that had been missing for months. Got off the phone, couldn't stop thinking about it, called the vet back, asked about the cat in the background. They said that a good Samaritan brought it in. It was a stray. Turned out it was her cat. Imagine loving your cat so much that you could recognize it by its meow. Oh, wait, who are we kidding? I could definitely do that without a doubt. Bl- blind meow test. Put me down for that. Friday. Saturday. Sunday. I just unsubscribed from so many emails and it feels good. Like I went through, I unsubscribed from freaking Marshalls, Hollister, Kirkland's, not Home Goods. I kept Nordstrom Rack, Fashion Nova, bye, Chien, bye, Purple Mattress, bye, Walmart, bye, Safeway, bye. Third love, bye. Um, I mean, I unsubscribed from legit so many emails. Let's go through my trash can right now. Do you guys care? Whatever, we're going to do it anyways. Pottery Barn, bye. Bath and Body Works, kept. Charm Aroma, bye. Wise Band, bye. West Elm, see ya. Ease, peace. Hello Fresh, goodbye. Flavor God, see ya. Local, electric, no. Pizza Hut, why am I even subscribed to you in the first place? Delish, kept. 
Victoria's Secret, gone. Nordstrom, kept. Booking.com, gone. Voodoo, gone. Chewy, kept. Costco, gone. Um, let's see. Diff, I actually kept because I bought some sunglasses from there recently. They're way too big for me, though. Like, they fall off. Skims, kept just in case I ever splurge and buy myself something. Um, Thrive Market, gone. Rite Aid, gone. Sephora, kept. Nike, kept. Scott's Cheap Flights, bye. Um, ooh ah, ooh ah. O-U-A-I. <laughs> they had this, like, salt scrub that I got in a um, BoxyCharm when I was getting BoxyCharm. And I loved it. It smelled so good, but it was making me break out. So I subscribed and then never ended up buying anything because it made me break out. And I've still been subscribed, subscribed. So, yeah. Guitar Center kept just in case I ever buy another microphone. They send really good coupons. Urban Outfitters, goodbye. Um, Mac, goodbye. Petco kept Obviously kept Sol de Janeiro because my bum bum cream. Spanx um, kept, even though I don't typically buy a ton of things from Spanx. You never know. Macy's, that, oh my God. I recently got conned into subscribing to that. And um, I did it to get a coupon when I was purchasing probably a Christmas gift or a birthday gift. Anyways, deleted. Marshalls, I already said, gone. Um, Tessames, which is a, a dressing that I like. I definitely kept that. Let's see. Yankee Candle kept lids.com unsubscribed. Deer Foams unsubscribed. The Blushing Brunette Boutique. Goodbye. The Container Store actually kept. West Elm by Big Lots by Fabletics kept. Walmart by Paint Your Life by Tarte. Goodbye. Keurig. Goodbye now. Old Navy. We out of here. Yeah. I'm Pretty much think now I'm just going to start repeating myself if I haven't already. Wayfair, got rid of it. West Elm, got rid of it. St. Jude's Children's Hospital. I actually kept that one because I'm not an asshole. Uber, unsubscribed. I mean, I really cleaned up house. Now let's see, out of all of those, which ones are still going to email me even though I unsubscribed. I'll keep you updated. I think I kept like, you know, a handful of subscriptions. And that's on that. (laughs) I feel so much better. I just got on my email and I was like, ugh. You know, there's no better time. And actually, I just upgraded my Mac, like the iOS or whatever. It upgraded to Mac Monterey. And it made it a lot easier to unsubscribe. The button was right at the top for most emails. Some emails made it real tricky, though. Like, I had to go to the bottom. And then there was, like, really tricky wording once I got there. Annoying. Third Love Bras, though, I've been wanting to unsubscribe for that for so long. I got a Third Love Bra because I hear it on all these podcasts. I feel like all these podcasts are always like, Third Love, use promo code, da-da-da-da-da. So I got a Third Love Bra, I think maybe like two years ago, worn it once. It is the most uncomfortable bra I've ever worn in my life. It's so bad. They're all like, you take this test and we send you the perfect size. And I, I don't doubt that it's not a good size. It just is the fucking worst. To be honest with you, I don't really wear bras. I wear bandos. Like I got this really cute, like it's from Amazon. I have like five of them. It's like black and it's got good support and it's what I wear all the time. Like I rarely wear a regular bra. Rarely. And the two that I wear are from Victoria's Secret and they're great and that's it. And I rarely wear them. So anyways, that's on that. (laughs) There is this woman that stands near my house and she's always asking for money. And um, she's been standing there for like a year. And her sign, you're going to know if you've seen her before, it says Broken Ugly. She stands on the corner of Watt and Folsom. Um, and she, when she first started standing there, was like battered. 
head shaved, beat up face, looked really wrecked. Progressively over time, she's progressively, progressively, progressively over time, she's looked a lot better. She looks healthy now. She's got like a little ponytail. She's not bruised, doesn't look battered anymore. She's got like a bike and a backpack and stuff. Anyways, I was like right next to her today. Normally, I'm a couple couple cars back, but I was like pulled up right next to her at the light. And I actually wish that I had money because I wanted to give her some because I feel like she's like getting it together slowly. And I really wish that I, I wanted to roll my window down and be like, what's your story? Because something's happening with her. She's transforming. And I just can't stop thinking about it. Whenever I see her, I feel like she's on my mind for like a little bit after that. I really want to know like what her deal is. Cause I'm really, especially with uh, just the homeless problem that's in the city. That's just everywhere right now. I'm really, um, I don't really give away money. When I worked at Beach Hut, I used to give away like loaves of bread that we had extra of. I remember that being a thing. There was like a particular guy that hung out around there when there wasn't as big of a homeless problem as there is now. But like I go over to the Rayleigh's off Howe and Fair Oaks a lot. And you know that homeless camp that's over there? There is this guy that I see all the time standing on the corner and he's like fucked up out of his mind. Um last time I saw him, his eyes were closed and he was just like bobbing back and forth. Like, I'm not giving my money. I'm not giving you anything. I'm not giving you anything because you're obviously on drugs. You know what I mean? Um, And that's how I feel like it is around this area. A lot of the time I just see people and they look like fucking fucked up. But this woman doesn't give me that vibe. And so I like want to help her. But I never, you know, I never have whoever who has cash on them anymore. I never have cash on me. Um, and I never have anything on me at all to give her. And I, but I'm just, I, I'm, she's, I think about her often just because I've seen that transformation and she looked at first like she was maybe on the wrong path, but like she's really cleaned her act up. And so it makes me want to help her. And I feel like it's not like that at a lot of places around town in Sacramento. Um, I feel like everyone just looks like they're struggling like with addiction and she doesn't. So anyways. I don't know why I'm talking about that. She's just been on my mind because I just came from the chiropractor. And um, yeah, I saw her and it's just been stuck in my head ever since I went to the chiropractor because, well, I normally do on Sundays anyways, but my back was killing me. I took Benny on a walk this morning. Brett had already taken him on a walk this morning and I took him on another one, like maybe two hours after that. He was not having it. He was walking behind me, which he never does. Um, But I passed this house. That's like the halfway point in our walk. And in the summer, she always has a dog bowl out front with like water in it. Well, today I walked out, walked out front of her house and she had a basket with lemons in it, like from her house. And I love fresh picked lemons, like nothing beats them. So I was like, oh, I'm going to grab two, like two fat ones from this basket. So I was carrying them, but Benny thought they were a ball. So I had to put them in my fanny pack and it was killing my back. So I went to the (laughs) chiropractor and I was telling him what I did. And he was like, I have some oranges in my, or some lemons in my yard that hang over from my neighbor's house. He's like, and I always, you know, take some. He's like, I'll try to remember to bring you some. I'm like, yes, please save my back. I was like, it wasn't even worth it. I had to walk like half of the walk. So like a mile and a half with those freaking lemons, a little bit longer than that. And I kept rotating the fanny pack. Also, Brett wanted to come on the walk with me. I was like, no, I really like listening to my podcast. I've been just so into just like zoning out, listening to podcasts while I'm walking. I've been listening to Call Her Daddy and I listened to the, I was done with the Jamie Lynn Spears episode. So I'm onto the episode with Colton. I got like maybe five or 10 minutes into it on a previous walk. So I finished it today and it was really interesting. 
listening to him um, and just like going through all the steps. Like there were so many things that I was curious about and I loved it because the Alex Cooper asked him everything I was thinking. Like he was talking about how he like had sexual encounters with men when he was in college. And I was like, wait a second, but how did they not out him when he was on The Bachelor and like, you know, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. And when he became The Bachelor um, and he I was like, please ask, please ask, please ask. And she did. And there were a couple other questions along the way that she asked. And I was like, oh, yes, you're feeding my soul right now because you're asking all the questions that I want to ask. It was a really good interview. And I was like very anti watching the Netflix special that came out. It just seemed very contrived. It felt like it was all like great timing. Like, oh, he's like coming out and has this Netflix special about it at the same time. Like, give me a break. But he talks about how that was never supposed to be like put out there he was supposed to make his announcement and then that was something that was still being worked on at that time and so that was only the only really negative feedback that he got was that people felt like he was doing it as like a marketing thing or like to build his brand or to make money off of coming out and he was like it wasn't supposed to be like that and I really believed everything that he said like really everything that he said he didn't really get into the Cassie stuff because she's asked him to like she doesn't want to be in the media she doesn't want to be followed she doesn't want to be asked about it she's basically been like keep my main my name out your mouth and he's like there are parts of me that want to tell my side of the story but also I want to respect her wishes so I'm just really not going to speak on it I really have a lot of respect for him obviously not how he did things and obviously I don't understand you know being in that position or whatever but I was like Ugh, Colton fucking sucks everything that he did just seems really terrible and I have a better understanding of his side of things now and I might watch the Netflix documentary because I'm a little bit curious he talks about some of the conversations that he's had with the people in the documentary and so I'm just curious I'm gonna be really upset if this isn't recording properly because I didn't even check my microphone before I started recording so fingers crossed because I'm 10 minutes in already just been blabbing away at God knows what. So again, I forgot to record on Friday and Saturday. So I had a tattoo appointment on Friday. She, I got off the phone late. I got off work late and she asked me to come in early. So I went, I was only there for an hour. She touched up my boom box. You guys, it hurt so bad. She said I had tons of scar tissue under there because whoever did it in the first place was heavy handed. Also, I've never really looked at that tattoo. Like I've always liked it. Like it was my first very visible tattoo, but we were dying because she was going over some of it. She like basically went over the whole thing and then shaded it so that it looked fresh. And she was like, what is this? There's like a piece on it. And I'm like, I'm actually not sure. She's like, what is this on a boom box? She's like, like, do we even know what this is? I'm like, no. She had my dad's badge number. She shaded a couple leaves that I wanted. I was literally there for an hour and I was sad to go again. I was like, oh, I'm so sad that I'm not going to see you because we just have such great conversations. So we're going to do something soon. We talked about going to like maybe Top Golf or something. I don't know, but I love her. Um, but that tattoo is killing me. Like right now it's throbbing. And she was like, it's going to hurt. She's like, so I'm go it's basically the whole thing is scar tissue. Whoever did it was super heavy handed. So anyways, then Saturday rolls around. We had, well, no, actually, I come home on Friday night and we wanted to test out the Trader Joe's dough that we got um, on the pizza oven because we were going to try to split it in half to see if it came out like thin and crispy and we liked it more than using one full dough for one pizza because my parents were coming over the next night for pizza night. So we just split one dough into two halves and then tried to make it. But it wasn't at room temperature. So the dough was snapping back. Everything was going wrong. And then um, I had just got Brett that table, the rolling table for the pizza oven and all the appliances. Well, he comes back in and says that like something's wrong with the pizza oven. And I just thought it was because he dropped toppings. Some of the toppings sl slid off of his pizza into the back. And so they needed to burn off. And, you know, that's like a whole thing. He kept saying like there's something wrong with it. Well, he ends up coming back in and admitting that he dropped it and is like, blames it on the table that I got him being too small. And I've never been more livid. In my I was 
freaking fuming. I'm like, first of all, you first came in here and said that you weren't sure why it wasn't working. And then you later admit that you that it fell. And now you're blaming it on the table, which he said was too small, but it was bigger than the table that he was using before. Legit went to bed like so angry. I cannot even describe it to you. I was just like so annoyed and upset. And um, I was like, fine, then return the table. I was just I was in a super bad mood. Right. So I wake up the next day. I am just ready to get my workday done. I was going to put in to get off early, which typically I do around the middle of the month. It's not as busy. Right. I'm just ready to have like a nice chill day, hopefully get off early so I can get a bunch of shit done. I get to work and the first hour of my work is only emergency calls and barely anything comes through. Well, it's call after call. Something wild happened in the East Bay. And I was busy, like busier than I have ever been on a Saturday. Like it was basically my worst day of work though, thus far. Like so insane. Like the zombie fucking apocalypse happened. So many emergency calls, so many special circumstances. Like it was the worst day of work. So I had a bad night the night before, still woke up angry, was ignoring Brett, had a bad day at work. Then I get off work and there's like no time left between like me needing to do a couple things around the house and having to pick up my parents, right? So I told Brett that we needed to take the pizza dough out of the fridge, like before, right when I got off work, which was like at 3.30. And he's like, no, you have to time it perfectly. It's not ready to come out yet. I'm like, okay. Every time that we've had issues with the dough, it's because we haven't, it's been too cold. We need to get it to room temperature and our house is running cold anyways. So anyways, I I drive to go pick up my parents and when I'm pulling up to their house, I call Brett and I'm like, hey, can you turn the heating on? Because my parents are, you know, they're older and they get cold. And Brett's like, it's it's hot in here. And I'm like, please just turn the frick. I'm I'm in such a bad mood. Um, we end up arguing about that. I hang up on him. I go pick my parents up. I can't even make conversation with them in the call or in the car. I'm regretting I'm regretting this day happening, basically. I'm just annoyed. By legit everything. And so we get home. I'm still mad at Brett. I don't feel like making conversation. I feel bad because we didn't we didn't bring any alcohol really to the table because we're not drinking. My parents brought all this alcohol, even though they know that they're that we're doing dry January. And so then they're like, why aren't you drinking? I'm like, it's January. We do dry January literally every January. And then we didn't have any appetizers. I just feel like we didn't have any appetizers on purpose because the pizzas are super filling. But every time we go over to my parents' house. There's always this extravagant charcuterie board, all these dips, like everything, you know, we had nothing. And I, I, I knew going into that that we were going to have nothing. But then I started to feel bad, you know, like we didn't have anything to even much to even give them the option. And so my dad wants the football game. Oh, it's just we, my dad wants the football game on. Brett puts it on both of the TVs, but on two different streaming devices. The 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 t- the room that we set him up in, the TV kept for I just I everything you know I'm just like oh my god I need a fucking break from it all I need a break from it all right we finally start making the pizzas and they're so good they turned out so good last night but immediately the first batch that we try to make that's not to room temperature and I'm like I fucking told you I told you I made I was I'm 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 on edge right I'm I'm right at the edge about to break and and he's like the 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 dough's not warm enough and I was like well, I told you to fucking take it out 30, like three hours ago. You know, I'm like, I fucking told you. I like fly off the handle, right? Like just under my breath, but enough. And he's like, now he's mad. 
And so he takes it out, cook it. I put the dough in the oven to warm it up a little bit just for like literally 60 seconds. Everything's fine. The rest of the pizzas turned out great. My parents said, oh, I understand why you didn't have appetizers because it is super filling. Like it was all fine. I think that we just had plans to like play cards and stuff after the game. And I feel like they caught the vibe that I was cranky. And I feel like that like no one was in the mood at this point. So they ended up calling an Uber and going home kind of like at 830. Like we had plans to like hang out. But I just... I couldn't, I just felt bad, you know, like nothing was going right. My vibe was just off. I was in a bad mood. Um, oh, I showed my dad, my dad saw on Instagram. I kind of posted the, the tattoo on what the Chuck podcast, number one, so that you guys could see it because I'd been talking about it, but also because I wanted to break the ice before my dad came on Saturday. So he was like, let's see the tattoo. And he was like, that's big. And he was like, no more. Right. And I was like, yeah, right. Only except for the one that I'm going to get on my leg eventually. Okay, thanks. Bye. But the chances are he might not even see that. You know, it's going to be on my leg. Like, I don't typically wear shorts over there because my dad has made comments about like my bot, like my weight before. And I just I'm self-conscious. To be honest with you, I'm flat out self-conscious when I go over there. Like he bought me Skechers Shape Ups a long time ago for my birthday when I asked to not pay rent because I lived at home at the time. Like this was a long time ago. And um, he hasn't made a comment in a long time because last time he did, I like lost it. But I'm self-conscious around them because I just feel like he thinks that I'm overweight and my stepmom is also very thin. So I just feel very self-conscious when I'm over there. So do I really see myself wearing shorts at my dad's house? Mm, Not really. Maybe in the summertime, like a little like, I don't know. Maybe a pair of shorts, but nothing that's probably going to show that because I think it's going to be higher up on my hip. You know, I think I'm going to be able to hide it besides the fact that my dad has Instagram. So maybe not. I actually just talked the same thing out with my friend Katie over voice text. And I was like, I could probably hide it. And then I was like, oh, wait, my dad has Instagram. So maybe not. Anyways, not a big deal. My body, my choice. So they go home. Brett and I watch like an episode of Archive 81, which is what we've been watching. We go to bed. I put on another episode. Brett falls asleep within 15 minutes, so I turn it off and I went to bed too. Woke up today at like 8.30, went back to sleep, woke up again, watched Law and Order, fucking Organized Crime and SVU, which is so good. Organized Crime is so fucking good. I'm 80 years old. I don't give a damn. It's so good. Um, and then I took a shower, took Benny for a walk, went to the chiropractor, did my show prep, and now I'm here doing this. Then I'm going to do my shows and then I'm going to do some social media and then I'm going to chill for the rest of the day. I actually really wanted to go do something by myself today, like go see a movie or like just spend time for myself, but for myself, by myself. But um, tomorrow I'm go hanging out with my friend. I'm going to go see her baby who I haven't met yet. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to hang out with my friend Kristen. We're going to go get dinner. And so I feel like I just need some like time away from the house and I'm going to get that the next two days. So I'm good today. And also spending time up here is like kind of therapeutic, even though I'm doing work. I don't know. I just felt like I really wanted to go see a movie today. But honestly, there's really nothing out right now besides Spider-Man. And Brett wants to go see that, too. So I'm obviously not going to go see that without him, even though I've been begging him to take me to see that movie for weeks. And have we seen it? We have not. We have not. Um, Let's see. Have, has anyone else been getting tons of Facebook requests? I haven't gotten a Facebook friend request in so long. I've gotten like 10 in the past two days. Is that happening to anyone else? Like what's happening? Did something change on Facebook? Also hella funny. So I put this picture on my Instagram of Benny and Brett and Benny's in Brett's lap and he looks huge and it's on my actual feed. I'll put it on my, on my what the Chuck podcast as well. And my brother, oh my God, let me pull up the comment. I hope it's still there. My brother left a comment. Do you see the drive-ins caught on fire? Only the downstairs was damaged, I guess. So um, Westwind Drive-Ins is saying, bring your own snacks if you're coming to the theaters. Uh, Obviously. Thank you very much. So, okay. Mm, 
Oh, no. Okay, he didn't delete it. So my caption is, safe to say my little baby isn't so little anymore. It's a picture of Brett and Benny. My brother commented, Brett looks like Ferg next to Benny. Hashtag I'm the wrong Scott. So remember Brett's English friend that he met? I think I gave him a fake name when I originally told the story. Now I've just outed him. Um, And then we invited him over here and then had to kick him out because he was like drunk. He was super small. Like he's a small guy. And so my brother, and then also he thought my brother, Scott, was the Scott that he had pushed at the bar. Do you remember this whole story? He basically pushed a guy that my friend Cody was talking to. Not talking to, they're just friends. And this fur guy liked Cody and so saw Cody talking to someone else, came up and pushed him and his name was Scott. So then the next day when Ferg comes over and meets my brother Scott, he thinks it's a Scott that he pushed the day before. Anyways, so my brother says, hashtag I'm the wrong Scott. I'm fucking dying at this comment for two reasons. Number one, my brother just remembers things and then comes up with these fucking jokes out of nowhere. And sometimes they're so good that it takes me a second to get him because I'm like, whoa, you just fucking brought it back. Obviously, I knew what he was talking about immediately when I saw this. So it's just funny because like he's he's quick witted. And sometimes like I just I like to think that I'm quick witted, too. But sometimes I'm like, I need to sit on that one for a second. Anyways, but he pulls things out of nowhere. I would have never looked at that and came up with it. So I was fucking dying at that, first of all. Second of all, Ferg still fucking follows me on Instagram. Like I haven't blocked from seeing my stories because I think I talked about him on my stories soon after that happened and I haven't unblocked him. But he can definitely see my posts. So my fucking brother commented that. At the time, it was the only comment. I'm like, that's hella funny because if Ferg sees this picture, he's going to obviously probably co- like look at the comments because he knows Brett. I don't think they've talked since that day. And then he's going to see that and see his name. And I don't even know if he's going to compute what the fuck it means or, you know, because he was blacked out like the two times that we met him. Oh, freaking hilarious. He has a girlfriend now. Everything seems he seems like he's in a much better place. So good for him. Monday. It's late. It's late and I'm annoyed. You guessed it. It's Monday. So that means that I got fucking forced into overtime. You know what's crazy is last night I watched a couple episodes of Archive 81. I got up to the finale, but Brett fell asleep. So I wasn't going to watch it without him. I turned the TV off even though I wanted to stay up. I had a full blown panic attack in bed and I couldn't pinpoint why. I mean, I feel like it was mostly because of work. After I had like such a bad day on Saturday, but I couldn't get it under control. I was breathing. I was crying. Like, I don't know what came over me. So I finally fall asleep, wake up this morning, and I'm instantly just like full of anxiety. And I said to Brett, I was like, I think I'm going to call in sick today. And then I sat and thought about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste a sick day when I'm not actually sick because then watch me get sick, you know, and need those sick days. So I get out of bed and I come into the office and... Not even an hour into my shift, this guy was so difficult. I cannot even, I can't get into it. I I wish that I could get into everything, but I, I'm sure most of you have figured out where I work, but I just don't, I feel like I shouldn't be mentioning their name in this podcast. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to protect myself. And anyways, I'm so frustrated that I end up crying and then I need to take a break. So I took like a 30 minute break Thought about going home at that point. I even said to my boss, I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I feel like I'm on edge. I was like, I need a mental break. I need more than one day off in a row. I was like, it's not enough. And she was like, I fully support you if you need to take the day. And I didn't. I got, I've stopped crying. I like had my head on my desk sobbing. 
stopped crying, went back to work, texted my friend Danny who I was supposed to have friends with tonight or have friends with. I was supposed to meet my, go hang out with my friend Danny who lives right down the street from me, meet her baby. So we made plans, told her I was going to bring wine. Although I'm supposed to be doing dry January, but I was like, you know what? I'm having a bad day already. So I made the plan with her. Then I was supposed to hang out with my friend Kristen tomorrow, realized that I have a lash appointment. And then with all the other work that I have to, I just, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I had to cancel on Kristen, made plans with Danny. We already had plans, but like solidified them and what our plan was. Like, are we having dinner? Are we drinking wine? Like, what's the deal? Go back to work. And I just see the queue getting higher and higher and higher. Meanwhile... I still have not gotten my paycheck, which never happens. Like it always gets direct deposited a day early. I don't know where it is. My work was saying my that they sent it to my bank. My bank, bank was saying they don't see it, right? So <clears throat> all day while I'm on the phone, Brett's calling our bank with all these details. He called twice and they're like, we don't see it. So I'm arguing with HR via email because they don't have a phone number for payroll. And so I'm just like so freaking frustrated, right? I see the queue rising and rising and rising and boom, I get the email that says that I have to stay. So I'm already feeling super flaky because I flaked on my friend Kristen. Well, not flaked, but like, you know, we had originally had plans on Monday, but then she was like, I, you know, I'm having a day at work. Uh, Let's move to Tuesday, which was fine because I double booked because I had made plans with my friend Danny. So I was like, Tuesday's great. And then I couldn't on Tuesday because I didn't think to check my schedule because who has plans on Tuesday? Anyways. So I get the I get the email for overtime, text my friend Danny. I was like, I'm not going to be able to hang out tonight. This is Danny Bar Bliss, by the way. Shout out to Bar Bliss. All your cocktail needs on the go. Anyways, I text her and I was like, I got forced overtime. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to reschedule. I'm free on Wednesday after my dentist appointment. So um, she's like, totally fine. I understand your, your day didn't sound like it got off to a right foot, which it did not. So I'm stuck at work forever. I finally get off work. And I had asked Brett to dial up our bank to get him ready for when I got off. So I only had to wait for like five minutes and the girl gets on the phone and she had to send me all these emails, all these verifications, which I appreciate. But when she finally was like, "Okay, what can I help you with? I was like, look, I am going to shoot you straight here. I also work in customer service. I just got off work after being enforced into mandatory overtime. I said, my husband's had to call twice a day. This is our third phone call. My payroll check is not in our account. My my work sent me proof that they they sent me my bank account numbers, the routing numbers. They sent proof that it was in on the 21st and it's not there. She's like, I understand. And so she's like, I, I totally understand. Let me review. So I just let her do her thing because the number one thing that drives me crazy is when I'm trying to focus at work, when I'm trying to help someone and they're just like, backstory, 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 like shut the fuck up and let me just look. OK, silence. So I was just quiet. And guess what? Third time's the charm because she figured it out. Brett and I work for the same place. Our payroll checks were combined into one direct deposit. She was like, oh, this is actually new. We just started doing this. I'm like, can we get a letter or something? About-? I mean, I hate when people say that to me. Did you guys send out a letter? Like, can we get some type of notification that this is happening so that I'm not like spinning? I, I mean, uh, uh, I've gone off on people via email. And it was just both of our payroll checks combined. Brett doesn't get the same amount every month, so we never know. I just always assume when I see his that that's it. But now we know to expect him together. Anyways, oh. so then I get off work and mind you, one of my jobs, my job for, for Fuego in the real country, it's really busy sometimes. It really slow sometimes. And it's been slow for a while. I opened my inbox and I had like 18 emails from yesterday and all of them had a task inside. I had to draft up a letter. 
I had to get all the social media stats. I had to record a promo. I had to do my show. I had to make two contests, schedule them to run on all the all the pages. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So we were going to make dinner. And Brett was like, do you want me to just go get dinner? So we got a salad from Jack's. I've been on a fucking salad kick from Jack's. Mixed greens, dill dressing, salmon, rosemary croutons, grilled mushrooms, sweet potato, um, sunflower seeds, and... Um, Sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. Bomb. So freaking good. So I went and picked that up. He's downstairs watching the show that I watched without him. I'm upstairs just like hunkering down trying to finish everything. My plan was I was going to watch The Batch then while he catches up. And then anyways, I'm I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to have time. Like I still have about 30 more minutes, maybe an hour longer of work. Before I'm even going to be close to being done. And that's just the way it is. So things will never be the same. <laughs> I was in a bad mood all day. Just I still have really bad anxiety. I don't know what is causing it. I honestly can't pinpoint it. Like I'm not dread. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not dreading anything. At least I don't think. So yeah, that's where we're at right now. And that's it. That's all. <laughs> I have. A bunch of stuff that I want to talk about that happened over the weekend, but today's not the day. We're going to have to tackle that tomorrow. Okay, got to go. Tuesday. Remember how I said there was going to be something cute on Instagram for this episode? It was going to look new and fresh. Well, let me tell you, that's not happening this week. I'm going to have to work on that and hopefully have it ready for next week. Promises. I've been making too many promises. I just feel like I need to draw a line, and I'm drawing it now. I just feel like I... Don't need to set boundaries, but I just like I've been signing up for too much and I just need to reel it in a little bit because it's seven, six thirty right now. I'm just getting ready to do my podcast and my radio shows and like we have to eat dinner and like I just tomorrow is I have a dentist. I just can't. I, I can't. OK, I was going to make this cute thing, but it ain't going to happen for this week's episode. You know what else I've been really struggling with is um, coming up with a title because I can never remember what I talked about. So then I like go back and I think of so many good ideas when I'm re-listening to it. But like right now, I'm like episode 87. What's it going to be called? I have no clue. So then I'll like try to listen back. I'll like click a random spot in the podcast to see if I say anything funny and I can name it that. But yeah, it's a struggle. So um, let's talk about some of the things that have happened over the weekend or since the weekend or since last week, because I feel like there's a lot. First of all, Brian Laundrie, it was um, his notebook was discovered and it was reported that he did admit to killing Gabby Petito in the notebook, which we all already knew. I feel like the media hasn't even really been making like a big deal about that because like we knew, you know, Julia Fox said that um, she's not dating. She's not dating Kanye for the money. She's dated plenty of billionaires. Okay, but have you built have you dated billionaires with this much clout? Like, bitch, you went from 400,000 followers on Instagram to over a million. You're getting all this attention. Um, I that's not just because he's a billionaire. Obviously, every time that I see her in those pointy boots, like it just takes me back to remember when like thigh high boots were first a thing when they were pointy and like the skinny heel. That's what she's been wearing. And I just don't understand it. And then her smoky eye from over the weekend, like 
What makeup artist let her leave the house like that? Oh, wait, it was Kanye. Kanye's the one that did her makeup. She said it's her new favorite makeup artist. Girl, no, please do not think that this is going to be a trend where men are doing women's makeup because it's not a good look. That eyeliner gave me anxiety. It took over her and it took over her entire eyelid like the like he must have used an entire jar of eyeliner on her one eye kim would never kim would never adele canceling her las vegas residency so i have an inside source i don't know if i already told you this but i have i know someone who knows someone who said that it's not adele um it's actually or not caesar's palace like she's saying it's adele she's being a diva so those reports have started kind of started Kind of started to come to life, come to light. Oh, my God. I need to reel it in. I'm so itchy. Like, I'm just sitting here with my hands in my sleeves, itching like a fiend for my tattoos, trying to talk because I'm so hungry. I just want to be done with this so I can go eat dinner. I just want to be done. These reports are starting to come to light that Adele was actually being a diva, that she was the reason the show couldn't come on. She wasn't or go on. She wasn't happy with Caesar's Palace and the accoutrement that they were putting forward. I don't even know if that's the right terminology. She wasn't happy with anything they were putting down. So she just canceled it. Honestly, Caesar's Palace to me doesn't stick out as like an Adele type of venue. She just seems more like elite than that. Not saying that there's anything wrong with Caesar's Palace, but it seems more of like a place like Nelly would perform. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, she, she had her people stand out in the lobby of Caesar's Palace. She was able to FaceTime with some fans. She gave them some swag and apologized. And everyone was like, you're a queen. But there's that one girl that was there that bought tickets to see her in New York. And it ended up being a Craigslist scam. Then she bought tickets to see her in London. The show got canceled. She traveled from New York to London. The show got canceled. Then she bought tickets to the show in Las Vegas. She was literally there. And then the show got canceled. Like the worst luck. Just stop trying to go see Adele. Like that's the fact of the matter. That's it. Um, the green M&M. Uh, okay, actually, you know what? I'm not putting any more time into the Eminem thing. I'm just not doing it. Uh, Pete and Colin Jost. They bought a boat, bitch. I'm on a boat, bitch. They bought a boat in Staten Island, this boat that they both used to ride on all the time. Pete used to take it back and forth to shows. Colin used to take it back and forth to high school. It went out of commission last year for mechanical issues. Now, this isn't going to be a moving boat. It's going to be sitting on the deck of a man, waiting time. It's going to be sitting, and it's going to be for entertainment, for comedy shows, for music, for food. Colin Jost and Pete Davis are going to own it and they are about to make a fucking killing. Well, they already do own it. They paid like $294,000 for it. They're about to revamp it, remodel it. And honestly, I already wanted to go to New York, but now I want to go even more just to see fucking that. Um, Kanye and his boots. I, I can't with the boots. Like, first of all, they must stink. They look so disgusting. Like, I feel like Julia Fox could fit her entire body in one of them. I just don't understand them. It's it's not catching on, Kanye. It's not going to be a thing. Anyways, he was photographed coming out of like a Rite Aid or no, an ice cream shop. I'm getting him and Kim confused. Eating an ice cream cone, the paparazzi were like, trying to ask him questions. He was not having it. And then one guy said, you're an amazing father. And Kanye got this huge smile on his face. Fist bumped him. They followed him all the way to his minivan, which allegedly cost $400,000. This thing's huge, super souped up. And then he was seen a couple days later and the paparazzi approached him again. And he was like, hey, I don't want to talk to you guys. And the paparazzi wouldn't leave him alone. So we got into this huge debate about how paparazzi should basically be splitting the money that they get with the celebrities that they're taking pictures and videos of, which I don't disagree because 
Kanye's like, I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. Like, that's never going to happen, first of all. Second of all, I get the principle behind it, but do I think that paparazzi who are making nothing should be giving up their money to the celebrities that are making a ton of money? Like, no. Do I think that the paparazzi have too many rights and don't know how to fucking chill and that celebrities, like, have the shitty end of the stick because they never get any privacy? Like, yeah, that's obviously unfortunate, but that's a life that you chose. That's a life that you chose. I'm pretty sure I'm getting summoned. Dinner's ready. Pause. We just had like the best dinner and it was so simple. Sausages, like hot link sausages, like, you know, the ones that are at Costco, like mango jalapeno, like those sweet potato, baked sweet potato and salad. And it was so satisfying. I was freaking starving. Um, I thought that I had way more entertainment stuff to talk about that was interesting, but I guess I really don't. The Hugh Hefner documentary. Ooh, my ears just started ringing. Hugh Hefner documentary. I forget what channel it's on, but everyone's talking about it and I'm very curious. So I definitely want to start watching that. I mean, obviously he was a creep, but things have changed. Like he, if he was still alive now, I don't think things would be going over too well with him. So I'm very curious to watch that. I've finally talked to Brett to take me to the movies this weekend. So we're going to see Spider-Man on Saturday. I don't know how, how I avoided spoilers up until this point. Um, yeah, I don't really, I mean, I'm sure that there's more, but... I'm pretty sure I talked a lot one of the days this week, so you got lots of good content that day. Today, we're just fresh out of fucking time. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.